We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports episode. One, four, three. <laughs> I'm cool, smooth Morgan. And the guy that right before recording sounded like he was dying, but hopefully he's not. Austin, how the fuck is it going, buddy boy? Hey, yeah, it's going all right. It's going all right. Uh I don't know what you're doing there, but uh, true. I love it. We got quite the podcast <sighs> for you today. I'm very excited. Um, but uh, for me, haven't been up to a whole lot. Uh, some point here, I got to get a haircut. I'm starting to feel like a hippie, and I don't want to be looking ridiculous for my wedding. Which, holy shit, I have a wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up quicker than you think, bud. It sure is. That's kind of crap. Fuck. You ever? Did you ever? I don't know. I never get married. Got, no, know, years ago when we were fucking renting a place together. Fucking, I was gonna get married. No chance. Oh, you get married? No. Chance. Either one of us find happiness and love. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Uh, but hey, it happens. If it happen, if it can happen for one of us, it can happen for everybody. No, I'm. How about you? What are you been up to? <laughs> well, I'm not getting married. Okay. Um, no, that's no news for no one. Um, <laughs> what have I been up to? Just well, Tuesday I had one of the worst flus I've ever been part of. Ooh, I don't want to be part of... of that club no more. No. I also had to work. That's the worst. Oof. Literally to the point where while I was driving, um, I wasn't able to pull over quick enough, so I Ooh. was driving with my door open oh, with geez. my head out that door while I was slowing oh, down on the highway. <laughs> That's uh, that's pretty rough. It all made it outside. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good start. Um, but it's just a one day thing. Got over it. Luckily, Wednesday is my day off. I feel like I I'm yelling right now. I probably am. No, you're good. Um, I wear a headset and I can't really hear myself sometimes, so. If I'm yelling, just yell at me and tell me to shut the fuck up. But, um, yeah, I got over it on Wednesday um, fairly quickly. Um, I'm mostly because I'm awesome. Um, what else is going on? <laughs> Monday, which is tomorrow, we're... Today's Sunday as of recording. Um, Dodgeball starts up again, so looking forward to being a mangled mess for about nine weeks here. Um, It's going to be great. My elbow still hasn't healed. It's gross to touch. (laughs) Nice. Cool. There's an indent on the tip of my elbow that I don't know about most people's elbows, but mine don't have any indents in them normally. Yeah. Um, nope. Mine are, mine are indent free. And I know there's one particular person that's going to be listening to this episode and she's going to hate this because I'm supposed to be getting better, but I'm not. Um, I can touch and stuff now, but it Still not great. So I'm probably going to make it worse in dodgeball. So oh, that'll good. be fun. But 
yesterday, last night, I did my uh, um, hockey draft. So I figured just real quick, I only have 10 players, and we know how good I am at saying names, so this will be real speedy. <laughs> Austin already saw the list, so he knows what names I'm going to probably issue. Uh huh. There's some I think you should get, no problem. Yeah. So, um, just a little bit of context there's 13 teams. Um, I was eighth round or eighth pick out of 13, and then we do a snake, but I'm basically right in the middle anyway, so. Yeah, you're pretty close to right in the middle there, which is not in a bad place to be necessarily. No, obviously, the first overall pick was McDavid. Shocking. What? No way. Second was Pasternak. No way. Um, But my first overall pick from Toronto was Mitch Marner. Solid. Uh, Number two was... Artanemi Panarin from the Rangers. From yep. Dallas, Jamie Benn. I feel like he's going to be a playoff beast. Okay. Another Dallas is Miro Heskinen. I think I did pretty good on that. That was pretty close. Heskinen, but yeah. Uh, Jets, Kyle Connor. Jets was... I had to pick another team from the... West, I kind of picked two teams from the East, two teams from the West. Jets is kind of like my gamble. Number six from the Rangers, Vincent Trocek from Solid. Number seven from Toronto, Michael Bunting. Yeah. Again, another player that kind of like Jamie Benn gets in front of the net. Hopefully gets a lot of points in the playoffs. Jets, number eight, Blake Wheeler, New York Rangers, number nine, Keith Andre Miller, Toronto, number 10, Eric Gustafson. Gustafson, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We also um, are allowed to pick sleepers. My sleeper, unfortunately, got picked in the one of the last few picks is another Dallas player. That's why I only have two Dallas players. I was hoping for Mason Merchant or however you say his name. Uh, Mason Marchment. So, yeah. That was my sleeper. He got picked, unfortunately. But other than that, that's all I've been up to. So we'll see how that goes. Um... Seem, I kind of feel kind of good about about that list. But other things I feel good about is sports, especially when the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 183 episodes in, I'm finally doing a proper transition transition until I say this crap and then ruin it ever. Um. <laughs> Uh, signed an extension with their, I would like to say, their best receiver. Yes, he's already on the long-term injured. Well, I don't know if he's on the any list or whatever yet because the season hasn't started. But they're already saying he's going to miss probably maybe the first six games. Um, and that's Keenan Schaefer-Baker. He... Great receiver, um, especially the yards after catch. Canadian. We got him in the fourth round, which is, I feel like, is a steal for this guy. He's only 24, but he signed a two-year extension. His contract was going to be up at the end of this season. Mm -hmm. So that's... Three full years where I feel like he committed his time with the Riders. He already did say that because by then he'll be like 26 years old, 27. Um, 
he will try the NFL again. He already had, I think it was nine NFL tryouts. Um, Damn. But he did go in there with his hip injury, which I guess he got in the COVID season when they didn't, there wasn't even football. He got in training, like he hurt his hip in training. Mm. So he's played quite a few games with his hip. Um, but that is his first two years. And he also said that, um, you know, you don't really want to ruin your first two years at pro football. That's your 30 right. years, a little bit different. Um, we already know what we get out of him, him missing train camp and stuff. I don't think will be a huge deal, but I'm very excited mm-hmm. to have him as a rough rider for another two years. I'm basically just put a little bit of, um, news before we hear Austin's voice for 45 minutes. Because <laughs> I can only take so much of that. The next thing I put in, I guess, I mean, I should ask you, do you have anything to say about that uh, signing? I have nothing to say about anything. It's going to be a short podcast, actually. <laughs> well, this is awkward because your section is real heavy. Uh-oh. And it will probably be like that for... For a minute. For a couple months here. However right. long playoffs last. And then Love it's CFL it. and it's my turn. You can hear this one monotone for half an hour while I do game <laughs> reviews. It will be fantastic. Please stick around. We need listeners. Um, yeah, sounds great. I'll try and get better at that. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of getting better, I normally, because there's so much, I do pay attention to all little, like the MLB a little bit. Um, This year, I feel like, as far as the Blue Jays go, I'm not going to lie, I'm Canadian, so I cheer. It's, I can't pay attention to all the other f- fucking shit that goes on in Major League and football and hockey. I don't have that much of brain space. I have a monkey with two symbols. That's what I got. And you might be like, well, there's lots of room for other stuff. No, there's a reason why it's empty. Okay? Because it it's nice that way. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with this. Um, oh, yeah, just a little brag about the Blue Jays is that the Rays came into this recent series with the Blue Jays. They're already two games in. Third games today, actually. Um, and the Rays were the only... Undefeated team in the MLB, 13-0, and having a great start, but now they're 13-2. and So, Hell yeah. this is just a little break for, for me and Austin. I know he doesn't really pay attention to baseball all that much, but also being Canadian, I can confidently say that he also cheers for Toronto. And I'm speaking for him right now, but I know I'm right. Yeah, no, I'm definitely definitely big, uh, not big Jays fan, but if I am watching baseball, paying attention to it, I am I am all in for the Jays. Um, I did actually, I heard a little bit about how the Rays were undefeated coming into the series, and the Jays were just like, uh, actually, and they I, I mean, they were convincing wins too. Like one was five two, and the other one was six three. Like it, right, it wasn't like it was just barely or you know last inning heroics. Like this, I'm excited for this Toronto team. I've been excited about them for the last couple of years. Um, and they, I don't know, I they keep building, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's really there's. We'll see. It will be well. They already won the series. 
with the Rays. It'll be interesting to see if they do a full sweep. Um, yeah. Sunday as of record here. I'm not sure exactly when the game is, but more power to the Blue Jays. They're right now they set at ten and five, so right. I'm all for it. All right. Yeah. Well, right before I'm I know I keep teasing it, but right before we hear Austin's better voice than mine. <laughs> um, let's do some plugs. I guess. Yeah, you might as well start. Yeah. So first things first. Don't forget to rate, review, download, tell your friends about the pod. That that helps the most. Um, once you're done with that, you're gonna follow the main Twitter account at Podstone. Uh, on TikTok. Uh, at TSWGS pod on Instagram at TSWGS pod. Um, and yeah, me on Twitter at Fitzy Fitzgerald. You don't necessarily have to follow me. I tweet about all kinds of random shit. It's not usually about sports. So um, if you don't want to hear about other stuff, you don't have to follow me, but that's all good. And then I think Morgan might have some for us as well. I guess since you forced me into it. Um, <laughs> You got the triple T's, Caption Morgan 2. Um, that's TikTok, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, I've been trying to do a little bit more on Twitch. I don't know. I When I start up a game, I just start a game. I never think of actually streaming anything. But there's some clips on there. Go have a watch, all that good stuff. Um, a little, I guess, um, not really a side note, but me and Austin, again, we have not gave up on the video thing. Yesterday, I was actually talking to a guy with some options. None of them are cheap options, <laughs> but they are options. They are. Um, and we're not a big podcast, so it's it's not as easy as you guys might think it is. But if anyone is like, hey, you guys are idiots, here's the idea. Let us know. <laughs> we're definitely open to any help whatsoever. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, like, I know you said this already, but like, share, follow, all that good stuff, of course. I think that covers it. I know. Well, I know I'm really, really excited. And the hockey guy and insider, if you will, sorry, um, of this podcast. I bet you're extremely excited for the, uh, all the hockey news that has came down since the season's ended, the places, playoffs is starting up, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing with the end of the season, it's it's very much it's split, right? Because there's a bunch of teams that are like, all right, we're not in the playoffs. we got to figure out what we're going to do going forward. Um, and that's where we'll start. So... The Penguins uh, have missed the playoffs. Now, that doesn't sound like that necessarily that big a deal, but it's the first time that that's happened in 17 years. The last time the Penguins missed the playoffs, Sidney Crosby was a rookie. Um, and just what a playoff run for sure. A few cups in there as well. Super impressive run. But this year, there were some weird moves made. Um, they didn't really bolster the roster as much as they needed to. They relied way too much on Sidney Crosby and Malkin. And the crazy thing about the season is, I believe this is the first season that both Malkin and Crosby played a full season. No injuries or anything. 
but yeah, I don't remember any type of time they were out. So not this year, at least. No. And despite them both being in the lineup every night, this Penguins general, uh, this Penguins management team couldn't get a team together to get into the playoffs. It was close at the end, but ultimately they didn't make it. Yeah, they definitely um, did miss the boat at adding a little bit of depth or something for well during the deadline there. At the deadline and a little bit before the deadline, there was talks of them making a move for JT Miller. Now, JT Miller has had a rough season in terms of defensive metrics. He still put up a buttload of points, and he definitely could have helped them. Um, but instead of JT Miller, they went out and got, I believe, Mikhail Granlund or Marcus Granlund. Mikhail Granlund, mate, one of them. I know Mark. I know Marcus Granlin exists. This player I never had. Heard I think guys. Maybe it was anyway. They just made some weird moves and not the right ones. And obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But these are two guys that have been involved in hockey in a long time, and they couldn't make it work in a couple of years. Now, Ron Hextall, I'm sure, will find work as well as Brian Burke. Brian Burke, I believe, is already rumored to be coming back to television. Uh, I, I kind of liked him on basically any type of role. He's, he has great personality and stuff for television. Well, I like Brian Burke for a couple of reasons because he's he has a lot of experience. That too, right? yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Um, and he does. He has a good uh, kind of like, this is my opinion. This is how I feel. This is, and this is it. And, but he's also, he is good on TV. Um, and he's a good quote. I don't, I'm in the mindset of maybe he is getting a little on the older side to be involved with a winning team. Um, and that's no, that's nothing against Brian Burke, but at a certain point, you know, the game keeps getting younger and younger, all these analytics, all this stuff. And, you know, there, it, hockey's a, a mix, right, of the tough guys, the good mm-hmm. skilled players. He's always, I don't know, it, he's had a good run, put it that way. Oh, yeah, he's... <laughs> he, he, I think at this point, he's best on the broadcast. I completely agree with everything you just said uh, there. Ron Hexall, I sure hope he doesn't get other work uh, unless it's for a team that I don't like because he has a long track record of not being good at his job. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> steer clear of this fella. Um, Are you different team? Sorry? Uh, I said, wow, I can't speak now. Just go on. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> So speaking of changes and teams that didn't make the playoffs, the Anaheim Ducks, uh, after four consecutive losing seasons with this coach, uh, have fired, or not fired, they didn't fire Dallas Eakins, they just did not renew his contract, which, I don't know. It, it seems a little bit nitpicky because to me that sounds like you're getting fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, I but not, I know it's not officially like he didn't have any time mm-hmm. left in this contract. Like it was just not a renewal, but it does feel a little bit that way. But I don't disagree with that at all. <laughs> right. But but Al, uh, Anaheim got what they needed. They realized that they needed to be bad. Um to get some high draft picks and they've been doing that. They have a great chance of getting Bedard this year. And they were like, we need a coach. That's not good. That doesn't have a good track record in the NHL. <laughs> so they got Dallas Eakins. Um, the few games that I saw, like, you know, if the flames played against them or whatever, he just looked stunned and lost behind the bench. Yes, yes, and that's pretty much his whole career. Um, so Egan's total record with the Ducks, uh, 100 wins, 
147 losses and 44 overtime losses. Yeah, that's not good. You tell me if it's not a re-signing or if it's a firing. (laughs) And didn't he... Wasn't he one of the coaches that got kicked out this year? Maybe it was only him. There's some that got kicked out during a game. Uh, maybe I'm I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. Speaking of another team who did make the playoffs and is making changes, the Capitals and head coach Peter Laviolette mutually agree to part ways. And again, I feel like these writers are figuring out interesting new fun ways. No, I think no this is actually firing. Oh, sorry to step yeah. over you, but no firing or breakup or anything like that. If you see mute, someone came came to someone else first. Someone called someone else into their office and spoke first. You can't like for it to be mutual. You would have to speak at the exact same time. It's not possible. Well, you don't have to speak at the exact same time. I guess not. I guess that's <laughs> a little extreme. But, like, it's mutual is just a fan. So, <laughs> a nice well, way of saying it. Yeah. And I think, too, so in the, like, Laviolette's been in with the Capitals for the past three seasons, made the playoffs in the first two years, but lost in the first round each time. Uh, and now this year they've missed the Stanley, or they missed the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, they haven't won a playoff series since winning the cup in 2018. They're starting um, to turn into the new Toronto. Well, <laughs> Toronto's still down, Toronto. But... They haven't made it past the first round yet, but they're also, but the, the Leafs are not on the downswing. No, no. I sure hope not. I have a few of them in my hockey. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Laviolette's out, not super shocking to me. Um, no, it seemed like both Florida and Capitals were like, well, because both teams, they were consecutively in the playoffs for quite some time. And as soon as either one of them didn't make the playoffs, they're like, well, gotta make changes somewhere and usually starts at the top or close to it yep um and oh see now this one this guy got fired (laughs) yeah they weren't kidding around here just (laughs) no no brad larson got fired uh he was the head coach of the blue jackets uh the blue jackets finished last in the eastern conference uh, they went 25, 48, and 9. And then despite adding one of the biggest free agents in recent memory, they still sucked. But it's funny because people are like, oh, Goudreau's going to change things. It's like, well, the Blue Jackets had a lot of injuries this season. Uh, their defense for most of the year was basically an AHL defense. Um, it, a lot went wrong in Columbus. Um, but yeah, but I can tell you right now, Goudreau's sitting there and he's like, come on, Bedard, come on, Bedard, come on, Bedard. I, and that's the thing, right? This guy comes in and he's going to change a team. He's going to change a franchise. Now I hope to God it's not Columbus because fuck Columbus. Like, I don't well, know. Well, Anaheim has the best odds right now. They're last overall in the entire league. So Anaheim does have the best odds, but guess who has still some odds? Yeah, you you know what? That was actually a talk at the hockey draft yesterday. Like Vancouver, I people think Vancouver might get it. Yeah. It's like they have three percent. Hey, three percent is not zero percent. Yeah, this isn't fucking dumb dumber. Hey, so you're better saying than... there's a chance. It's exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, we're not talking about the Canucks right now. We're talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets firing a coach, and it wasn't surprising that this. If, I'll tell you right now, if Vancouver gets him, um, 
I don't think you and I are friends anymore, and this podcast will just <laughs> it won't only die, I will completely erase it from the internet any way possible. Damn, okay. <laughs> it will not exist. Jesus. Okay. Anyways, well, you're I'll safe. be happy though still. Uh because the Canucks will have uh Bedard. But um so mm-hmm. we've talked enough about the teams that aren't in the playoffs. Now it's time to talk about the teams that are in the playoffs. And some uh, shit that's been going on with them. Well, yeah. So before we kind of do like real, real predictions here and all that good stuff, there is some stuff to talk about. So the Colorado Avalanche uh, won the cup last year, obviously. But if um, anyone heard, I don't know if anyone was paying attention to that. However, it won't be a full roster. Not only is this guy out, but they're also missing potentially Kale McCarr, a um, couple other guys. But Gabriel Landeskog, they uh, surgically repaired his right knee, and he has been out the entire season. He has not played a game, and he they've ruled him out for the playoffs. Um, it's a huge loss. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lannis Gog, not only is he a great leader, he's an absolute, absolutely excellent player. Um, he is getting a little older. He's 30. Um, but even, you know, last year at the playoffs, he had 22 points in 20 playoff games for the cup, for the Avalanche's Cup run. And that's pretty good over a point a game in the playoffs. That's not that's too shabby. Damn good. And. <laughs> They are going to be missing that huge this year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Colorado does very well in the playoffs this year. Um, but this this definitely doesn't help. I feel bad for the guy because all these guys just want to play, right? They just want to play hockey. and, and Yeah, but if your body doesn't let you, like, yeah. sometimes you just have to... Get yeah. better. There's nothing else you can really do, unfortunately. No, it's it's true. Uh, and you got to try to adapt, and you got to try to figure out what's going to work. But um, I didn't realize he didn't. I thought this was a uh, because in the regular season, I Colorado was dead to me as far as the hockey team goes. Um, so I don't really pay attention <laughs> to them. That's fair. Um, I didn't realize he. I know he was battling injuries, but I didn't realize he didn't play at all this regular season. Yeah, he was not in the was not in the lineup. But um, yeah, so moving on to another playoff team. Now this one, Barf. there is some upset folks up there, and. I'm sure these are similar to the same folks that were upset about Tampa a couple of years ago because they did a similar thing. I am curious to hear your th- thought of this, actually. That's the main reason why I put this in. So, yeah. So a couple of years ago, just to kind of get people up to speed, Nik- Nikita Kucherov missed the whole season, regular season. And because of that, he was on long-term injury reserve. Because of that, they got more cal- salary cap, essentially, to use to get more players. Um, but that's only for the regular season. And then when the playoffs kick in, oh, well, there's no more salary cap. And what do you know? Nikita Kucherov comes out of nowhere, scores in, at an incredible rate, and helps lead them to their second Stanley Cup in a row. I did think that was a little odd at that time. I'm not going to lie. You were not the only one. It seemed really odd that a player. I actually think I sorry to cut you off. I actually think I uh, said what on whatever episode, but during the podcast about this whole situation, how I was not strange. Smelled iffy. It smelled a little weird because it's 
I would think it's hard to not play in the entire regular season and then all of a sudden, bam, you are great if you were truly injured that whole time. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm willing to bet he was injured for, let's say, half the season. But anyway, so the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights, uh, just in time for the playoffs, Mark Stone has been activated off the LTIR. Now, his cap hit is $7.25 million, so that gave him a little bit more money to work with. Now, the funny thing about the NHL is they say that there's a hard salary cap currently of $82 million a season. Now, that's interesting because Vegas this year, at the end of the season, was spending $96 million. Weird that. Isn't it? Um, I'm pretty. I'm no. I was pretty good at math. I'm pretty sure. What did you say? Ninety six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's higher than eighty two. You might be correct. Yeah. So there are some folks that are out here questioning this. Um, it's. Interesting timing that one of the best players on the Vegas Golden Knights just happens to now be ready for the playoffs. I don't know. It's I yeah. It I don't I I don't have a problem with Vegas doing this. I don't have a problem with Tampa Bay doing this. I don't have a problem with any team doing this because realistically speaking. If you're not trying to bend the rules or push them to the limit to try to win, you're not doing your job. Right? And it's not cheating. You know, it's within the CBA, it's within the salary cap. It's well not within, but you know what I mean, right? Within the rules of that. No, and, and they're not the first team to do this. Like and neither was Tampa Bay. Like <laughs> No, ex- exactly. So they're I, I have no problem with the teams doing it. Um, if you are utilizing that space, you are making the most of it. And look at them. They have a solid team, and they could make a deep run in the playoffs this year. They might not, but they could. Who knows? But it, it's... I, I do think, think 100% that's exactly what they were doing, both them and Tampa Bay, where they're hiding some salary on the LTR. But, like... Like you said, if it's within the rules, that like unless if something's changed, changes. Well, and also, I think sometimes people forget too. Like, okay, so yeah, they gain some salary cap space because they're on LTIR, but you don't want to be missing out on Mark Stone. No, I mean they like, still the decent without him. Oh y- yes, don't get me wrong, but like, it's it's not like an okay team could do this. Like you have to be a good team to do this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, missing a guy like Mark stone or Nikita Kucherov would kill a lesser team, you know? Yeah. So you not only have to be, you know, a playoff contender, but you have to be a really good team to be able to afford to miss these guys for this long. Um, so I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I just think there shouldn't be salary cap in the, to begin with but i just uh i like it get creative right it's um all the teams in the league are are bound by the same rules so it's you know some teams do have more money right and they're more willing to go into ltir because that's still money you have to pay right it just doesn't count towards the cap and a team like arizona a team like you know, small market teams like Winnipeg might not want to spend extra, right? Because they don't necessarily have the the income to prove it. But anyway. this That could also be a trick for people that are on the... Because there is also minimum amount that you have to spend on the salary cap. There is, yes. So if you put someone on the LTR and then have someone else on your roster, that would add... I guess that doesn't add to your salary cap, so I guess that wouldn't work. Never mind. <laughs> I had a hoot while you're talking, so now I'm extra stoned. So. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds about right. 
Now, this is the fun time. So we've been talking about playoffs. We've been talking about uh, teams that didn't make what they did. But now, it's time to talk about the teams that made it. And not only talk about them, but we got some series predictions and previews. Yeah, I got a playoff bracket right from my face. Same one I use for the hockey draft, but it's, it's the same regardless. All right, so I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna ask you this question: Should we start in the West or the East? East. All right. Why I picked East? I don't know. Sorry. I said why I picked East. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, you did. So let's move on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> So, out of the East, the first matchup we have is the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. So, this, I think, is going to be a very good series. Um, Before the season, I don't think anybody expected the New Jersey Devils to be as good as they were. They went on a 13-game win streak. They've been great all season. But last year, they were terrible. They were absolutely awful uh so they're kind of playing with house money in the sense of they didn't think they were going to be here but they're here uh for the devils at least whereas the rangers they expected to be here uh, yeah they, they added at the deadline guys like uh they picked up you know patrick kane vlad tarasenko they're going for it. uh i don't I don't see the Devils getting out of the first round. I don't. I don't see them being the Rangers. The Rangers are too uh, playoff heavy. Well, they're built for the playoffs, right? They they have forward depth, they have excellent defense, and they have great goaltending. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that you need in the playoffs, as well as the regular season, of course. But especially in the playoffs, uh, Rangers uh, in six. I have. Well. I'm mostly going to say seven just so I can get a few more points from the Rangers in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> but to break it down a little bit more than just saying that, I I mean, it's hard to not second everything that you just said because you said it so well, sir. Aw. <laughs> okay, that ruined everything. Yeah. That right there. We're not friends anymore. That's fair. <laughs> no, but like, like you said, the Devils, they were not good last year. This year, yeah. I did not, well, going on the 13-game run at the start of the season, that definitely helps. Gives you a little bit of extra breathing room. For sure. Um, and... But they're just not playoff ready in my mind. And that's why I ended up going with the Rangers in both the draft and I'm also going with the Rangers in seven for our pod draft. There we go. I did it. All right. There's the clapping. I don't have to get a soundboard or anything. No. No. So I feel like we should like bounce back and forth east, west, east, west. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So out in the west, we have the LA Kings versus the Edmonton Oilers. We have a rematch from last year. Here, I'll I'll go first on this one. All right. Um mix up a little bit. Edmonton will just absolutely walk all over L.A. They will outscore L.A. like they haven't even been up. <laughs> um, I honestly do feel sorry that L.A. has to verse um, Edmonton. If it was any other team in the West, Vegas, Winnipeg, they take this series. But because it's Edmonton, 
and the amount of points that Edmonton will put up. And as a Flames fan, I know how that feels. Trust me, I do. It still hurts. <laughs> um, you have a one guy that got 150 points in the regular season. Another guy that didn't get near that much, but he still got a shit ton. Almost in 130. The, yeah, in the other regular normal season without McDavid. Yeah. He was, yeah. Um, you might be saying, well, without McDavid, drives out of be blah, 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 blah. You can shut up. Um, I also don't think that's really true, but anyway. No, I don't completely agree with that. Uh, Edmonton and five. I do think... I think L.A. will take one of their home games. That's my prediction. They'll take the first home game. And then L.A. And then, I mean, wow. Edmonton will be like, oh, sorry. Sorry. We thought we'd give you a chance. Or think you had a chance. And then just annihilate them. Shout out to the next two games. Yeah. So, yeah, Edmonton five. Okay. So, I think you're wrong. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Sucks to suck for you, I guess. So, last year, I believe the series went seven games between these two teams. The Edmonton Oilers have a very high-powered offense. Uh, they have decent goaltending and decent defense. Their defense got a lot better when they added Ekholm. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. And Ekholm comes with playoff experience. He sure does. But, but, the playoffs is not about the high scoring. Sometimes it is, but the playoffs is a grind. It is a heavy hitting, slowed down a little bit, more kind of anything goes mentality in terms of refing, in terms of what, like, power plays. You know, the Oilers set the record for the best power play in the regular season this year. Refs put away the whistles in the playoffs. I do think the Oilers are going to win the series. I don't think it's going to be in five. I think it's going to go seven. Uh, It's going to be a close series, but the Oilers are going to take it in in seven. I I still think that Everything's just going to get so many goals. Nothing else is going to really matter. I think, I think McDavid is going to turn it up to a whole different level. He's going to get fucking sixty goals in the first round or something crazy. Okay. Like that. And we're moving on back to the East. We have the Boston Bruins against some cannon fodder. I mean, the Florida Panthers. Ah, uh, <laughs> this one is just. This is about as mismatched as a playoff round is this season. Uh, Bruins, Bruins in five. I don't even have to go in depth on this one. Bruins in five. Oh, you're being kind to Florida. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to say like Florida and five or something or i mean boston five florida, florida and five. Five. <laughs> but i mean boston might be might be gas fuck it fuck it i'm gonna say florida and seven i'm locking it in wow florida's taking out because boston is going to be gas from the regular season oh buddy nothing left in their tank Oh, buddy. Florida seven. <laughs> Final I'm, answer. You Reggie, Reggie, whatever his name is from Millionaire. Regis Philbin? Regis, yeah. Okay. I'm you locked in my be, answer. You might be the only person that have picked the Florida Panthers to win yeah. the series. <laughs> like, even guys on the Panthers are being like, yeah, the Bruins are going to win this. I mean... Although you might be a little bit surprised, but if you're at the hockey draft last night, Florida players went 
quicker than I thought. They went before Winnipeg and Seattle players did. I mean, that's not the ticket. Like, that doesn't measure anything. No, but I'm just saying they... Those folks are going to be really upset when the Panthers get absolutely bounced by the Bruins. Like, Chuck um, was one of the higher picks? Well, that doesn't surprise me. But, uh, all right. Next up, we got an interesting series out west. And uh, you're going to make the pick first, but we got the Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. This one, I'm actually on the fence about. Because Seattle started off strong. Especially for their second year in the um, NHL. Um, last year, not good. Not they, good. They wish this year was their expansion year, though, because then they'd probably be getting Bedard. That's a whole different story for a different time. Yeah. Anyways, they're going against the Stanley Cup champions from last year. And I think it's going to be a good series. I really do. Colorado is missing their captain, though, and a couple other key pieces. This is a tough one. I think it's going to go to full seven. And I think Colorado takes it just because the lack of Seattle's experience. So... Seattle as a team doesn't have tons of experience in the playoffs. Obviously, this is their first year, but some of the players do have some experience for sure. True, true. Um, Seattle definitely cooled off a bit midseason towards the end. Uh, they, Like you said, they had that hot start. But Colorado, I think they're a little cup hungover uh, with the injuries and whatnot. Yeah, but they've been getting better as – Closer to the end of the season versus yeah no it's it's good timing for sure for the Avalanche. I just I don't know I'm I'm taking the Kraken in seven I uh, oh. I I love it I I do think overall if both teams are fully healthy I'm taking the Avalanche. Um, but the Avalanche are not. And yeah, that's cracking in seven. All right, interesting. Yeah, you're wrong, but whatever. Well, time will tell, won't it? Oh, you can <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> and red button. Moving right along to everyone's favorite team out in the east, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs I'm, versus. I hate myself Tampa, right now. Versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, this is a rematch of last year. Uh, series went seven. Leafs almost won, but boys, did they not win? Um, I I never heard. Not Toronto lost out last year, obviously, and they've made some improvements. They brought in Ryan O'Reilly, Noel Achari, Jake McCabe, Ilya Samsonov, Matt Murray, all these goalies players, all these guys. They are ready. Um, mm-hmm. When they added guys like Ryan O'Reilly, specifically, right? Ryan O'Reilly is a guy who not long ago won both the Stanley Cup, but also won the Conn Smythe as the MVP of the playoffs. And they also have a player on the team with Morgan, or is that a different team? I might think is What? The first name is Morgan. Riley? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Toronto? Yep. Okay, perfect. That decides my decision right there. Okay. <laughs> so, I with those additions plus the existing roster, guys like Matthews, Marner, William Nylander's been super hot this year. Matthews and Marner or Nylander both had forty goals this year. Um, they're ready. They're ready for that next next step. Tampa Bay is not the team that we are used to. If you didn't say that, I was going to. (laughs) Tampa Bay is still good. 
don't get me wrong. Obviously, they're in the playoffs, whatever. But they are not the team that they were. They lost. That's the thing. When you keep winning cups, these players want lots of money. And they uh-huh. go other places. Guys like Andre Palat, guys like, Blake like Coleman. Coleman, guys like, um, you know, the list goes on. Yanni Gord, like, these guys, you know, it can't, it doesn't last forever. Right? And they've had a great run. Three Stanley Cup appearances out of the last three uh, Cup finals. Two Stanley Cup wins. It's it's been a good run for sure. But these things come to an end, and Toronto is on. Yeah, it's the not the eighties anymore. <laughs> also, it's not the eighties anymore, or the seventies, or the sixties, or even the fifties. Toronto in seven. All right. Well, I mostly agree with you. Because how would I not? Because they have a guy named Morgan on their team. So I. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. But in all honesty, though, in my gut, without all that joke bullshit, they get real here, Morgan. Um, I think this is the year that Toronto gets the monkey off their back. They're going to do one game less, though, than you, than you said. They're going to to do in six. Oh, dang. Okay. Yep. Nice. That's um, it. All right, moving back to the West, we have Dallas and Minnesota. What's your take here? Um. Well, I'm going to... It's going to be a good series. Um, But with... I know who you think is going to win based on your picks in the draft. Well, yes, I kind of hinted at some of this prior, but um, I'll tell you the reason why I think it's going to be Dallas. And the reason why I think it's going to be Dallas is because, yes, the Flames last year beat them, but it, it took every last ounce of energy that the Flames had to get past Dallas in seven because they're goddamn goaltender. He's had that incredible playoff run last year as a rookie. He's, like I said at the beginning of the regular season, he was going to do very well in the regular season. Um, and surprise people, and I feel like Dallas as a whole and him as a player has done that. And so I think they're not going to sweep or anything like that, but it's going to be damn close. Dallas and five. Dallas and five, eh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you that Dallas is definitely going to win this series. Um. But for the reasons you talked about, right? Jake Ottinger has been a revelation since last year in the playoffs. Um, I think it was last year, right? Yep. Where I think in total in the series between the Flames and the Stars, yep. I think they... It was last year, yep. Yep. Yeah, both that's all you need to know. like yep. eight goals. Yep, that's <laughs> all you need to know is that it was last year. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> The other stats we don't fucking care about over here. Didn't the Flames win that series? Yes, but it's so stressful. I don't want to deal with it again. And we're not <laughs> talking about the Flames right now. We heard, we heard right. What, we aren't talking about the Flames. Because we heard what happened the in the one forty two. We heard what happened in one forty two. We talk about them right now, and people at the draft were giving me a hard time. I bet they were. They even had Calgary <laughs> Flames as one of the teams I could pick players from on the other side of the. That's funny. Yeah. So. So who anyways, from the Flames did you take? I took. I almost took to Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted to. It's like my really sleeper good. or something. I don't know if he's that good, but he's very good. Uh, I should have put the Foley down as my sleeper. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> yes, it would have. Uh, Dallas... Since I didn't get my sleeper anyways, it would have been the That's same true. thing. 
So I'm taking Dallas in six. Um, Minnesota's quite good. They have some good players on there. Kirill Kaprizov, all those guys. It's it's a decent team for sure, but Dallas is going to shut them down because Dallas is a team that's going to excel in the playoffs. Their style of play, how they win games, is how you win in the playoffs. So Dallas in six. Yep. And back to the last matchup in the East. We yeah, have... only got two matchups left here. That is a little long. That's fine. That's that's true. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Islanders. So, Islanders, they're they're not going to make it past the first round. Um, they did add at the trade deadline. Uh, they took the captain of my favorite team, so that wasn't very cool. Um, but. They've been missing Barzal. They barely made the playoffs. Now Barzal is looking like he's going to be back for the playoffs. But at what percentage of play he's going to be at, we'll see. Uh, Carolina Carolina takes it in five. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I believe Bo Horvat went like round five in the hockey draft last night. Give or take, so... I don't, I don't know. know if that makes you feel any better or not, but no, no. <laughs> okay, well, at least he was able to get picked, unlike some other Canuck players. So, well, he's not a Canuck. Nope. Um, and he's not going to be in the playoffs for long. He's getting swept in four. Ooh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Carolina is yeah, they're going to steamroll. I think this is a um, more of a well. The whole boss on Florida is a joke as well, but I think this matchup is also kind of could be laughed at, if you will. I know that seems rude to say, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's not going to be close. There's really nothing else for me to say about it. Carolina yeah. four. Okay. Sweep for Carolina. And the last Western... Uh, yep. Matchup. Quarterfinal matchup. There we go. We got the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. What do you got? Well, again, I'm sure you can guess based on my picks. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'll just not even sugarcoat it. It's, I'm hoping for... Actually, I'll say this. I'm hoping for Winnipeg Jets. So that's going to be what my pick is. But I I have a weird feeling that it's not going to be Winnipeg. But I'm still going to pick Winnipeg, but it's not going to be Winnipeg. That's a weird strategy, but we'll see. <laughs> so I'm going, on this one, I'm going to say Winnipeg in seven. Because if it is Winnipeg, then it's going for full seven. That's the, only hope that they have is that they can steal enough games, well, forward to be exact, <laughs> from yeah. Vegas. But, I mean, all honesty, though, Winnipeg has been coming on fairly strong at the right time. Yes, they're a wild card spot. They're, I'm pretty sure, I think the second last team to make the playoffs. Because the whole Pittsburgh situation was something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Jets and seven, but my guts tell me to go with Vegas and seven. I just want to put that into the internet, but I'm saying Jets with seven. <laughs> okay, so that was the real answer is Jets with seven to get to Jets and seven. Yep. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> it hurts right now. Doesn't it suck as a Flames fan being like, "Oh, the Oilers are in there. Oh, the Jets are in there. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. fucking Leafs." <laughs> you know anyway. what my TikTok consists of? Is basically just Oilers making fun of Flames. Nice. Yeah, uh, all right, Vegas and Winnipeg. Now I see this series. There's two ways this series can go. One, 
Connor Hellebuck steals the show. And he has the ability to do that. Connor Hellebuck. You're not wrong. Has, I forgot is, about him for some reason. Right. Connor Hellebuck is incredible. Yeah. Excellent goaltender and often quite overlooked because he plays in Winnipeg. He doesn't get the sw- same attention that with Vasilevsky or even the Ottingers, you know. But those crazy eyes, you can't argue. Fuck, dude. It, it, like, it scares me. I have nightmares of those eyes. <laughs> I would, too, if I was on the Vegas Golden Knights. So, Connor Elba could just steal this series, and it might go five or six for, for, for Winnipeg. However, Connor Hellebuck also has the ability, like all other good goaltenders, to let in a bunch of goals. Because goaltending is voodoo, and there's no consistency whatsoever, unless there is. Um, and Vegas has a... That was a weird sentence. There's no consistency whatsoever, unless there is. Well, it's true. Because goaltenders, like, if they can be consistent, but also, generally, they're not. Like it's so we're like the podcast you. that just throws out obvious sayings, like time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> Sorry, so dumb. for yelling that. Um, so, okay. I don't... Vegas in six. Vegas in six. Uh, Hellebuck might steal two games for the Jets, but Vegas is going to win, and they're going to win in six. Well, I'm hoping it steals four. <laughs> it's math. Um, I do think the games would be, um, even if Vegas takes the series, I think the games will be very close, and it's going to be a great series regardless. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, perfect response. Um, well, no, that hasn't. We went slightly long, but eh, we had fun. So, no stoner statement. I mean, I think I'm pretty much stopped that at anyways. So, everyone out there, enjoy the hockey playoffs. Stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.